0: Hi, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli.
1: And I'm Carmi Levy.
0: This week, we'll take a closer look at translation and how it can help you take your business to places it's never been before. In Tech Talk, we're talking about Skype translation. Microsoft's newest Wonder app delivers real-time translation for the rest of us. But is it the final word in translation? Maybe, or maybe not. And we'll announce the winner of our Vox Talk contest, who will walk away with a free, one-year premium subscription to Voices.com. Now, here's Carmi with the biz. The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business.
1: Thanks, Stephanie. This week, we're zeroing in on translation. Here at Voices.com, we just launched the new Translation Solutions Center on our website, and we're pretty excited about it. As a voice artist, the more you know about how translation fits into your and your client's business plans, the better. And those business plans are increasingly going global. That's because sooner or later, every company maxes out its local market and needs to look across the border to keep driving growth. And when you head into a new country, you need to know the language. So translation is now a critically important organizational skill. And if you do it right, it can really help you make things happen in new countries or regions.
0: You know, Carmi, translation is more than simply converting your website from one language to another, and I'm guessing there are a bunch of other factors that we've got to keep in mind before expanding into a new language or or a new market. So, So what's the deal here, Carmi?
1: Well, you know, you're absolutely right, Stephanie. Translation is only the start. You know, of course, when you move into another country, the first thing that you want to do is understand what kind of content do I have that needs to be shifted into this new language. So is it is it marketing materials? Is it PDFs? Is it principles, pamphlets, banners? Or is it my entire website? Uh, do I need to change my scripts? So you have to ask yourself questions about how you communicate and what are all the channels you're using to communicate and which ones need to be turned into the target language. But that's only the starting point. Uh, You can't just translate something and assume that that's enough. You have to localize your message to that particular market. If I translate everything into French and I walk into a, a marketing meeting in Montreal, but all the French translations that I have are Parisian French, I'm not going to have a very successful meeting, they're not going to buy what I'm telling them because the terms are not local. The colloquialisms aren't specific to them. I'm not speaking in what they like to call joie. And so there's a different French in Quebec, a different French in Paris, different French in New Brunswick, Canada, just like there are different versions of Spanish all around the world, different countries, different regions, uh, different, uh, different cities. Uh, they can tell if you're not from here and if you translate without understanding the need to localize the first thing that happens as soon as you get across the border they're going to know that you're not genuine
0: i think this goes really well uh, with native speakers so if you remember in previous episodes we have talked about just how important it is to sound authentic to actually sound like you're from the place where you say you are because in these localized projects you're speaking to an audience that is from a particular place, not necessarily a big region or a country. Uh, there might be a community of people, and you need to be able to speak to them in ways that they understand and that are meaningful to them.
1: Very much so. If you use a term that is not used locally, that's a tip off that you're not from there, and so immediately they'll go into the audience members will go into defensive mode. They hear, "Oh, you're not from here." and immediately they're no longer listening to your message. They've already, they've found you out, you've been busted. So by all means, translate your stuff, but recognize that that's only the first of many steps that you need to go through in order to ensure that the message lands appropriately in the local region where you want to do business. The last thing that you want to have happen is to be perceived as an outsider, because at that point, you're not doing anything.
0: And certainly people who are listening right now, uh, maybe even you, my dear listener, uh, have heard a poorly localized commercial. And you know the pain that comes with a message that isn't delivered well. So if you have an example of maybe a commercial that you've heard, or maybe it was even a training video or something that you've come across that just simply didn't hit the mark, we'd love to hear about it. And I know in Tech Talk, we've got another topic along these same lines that we're going to discuss. Today, we're going to talk about Microsoft Skype translator could it be the universal translator for the rest of us we'll find out tech talk walking you through the technological landscape
1: this week in tech talk microsoft's skype translator has now been released as a free download to members of the public if you've ever watched star trek you'll know what this technology does essentially it translates everyday speech in real time as you speak over skype captain kirk and mr spock had their universal translator And now we have the Skype translator. In this early preview version, the technology translates between spoken English and Spanish. And if you use the built-in text-based instant messaging, it'll translate 40 other languages, too. Expect more languages to be added over time.
0: That's really interesting, Carmi. But what do you make of a universal translator that runs in a basic Windows computer?
1: Well, I mean, it it is incredibly exciting, Stephanie, because it opens up language opportunities across borders that might previously have not existed. And so, for example, you know, it's, it isn't perfect. It isn't going to convince someone that I am a native Spanish speaker if I speak into Skype in English on one end and it comes out in Spanish on the other. But if it allows me to have a basic conversation with someone halfway around the world and we can at least understand each other at at a fundamental level, that kickstarts the process. That's good for business. That could get me that voiceover contract. That could get me the work that I would otherwise not have been able to get. But at the same time, I think we have to understand that there are limits to this technology. Uh, there's no way that it is still evolved enough or refined enough at this point to be truly convincing. At one time or another, we've probably all used Google Translator for text-based translation on the web, and if you've ever seen the, the content that comes at the other side, sometimes they're really laughable. They're, you know, they make even a, a grade two speaker look like an incredibly sophisticated individual, and so uh, you know it's basic communication uh, at best. But at the same time, it really does show us the potential for where technology might end up going in future.
0: This sort of reminds me of the whole debate over text-to-speech, Carmi, because people say, well, text-to-speech is going to replace the human voice, and, and there, won't need, uh, there won't be a need, I should say, uh, for actual voiceover recordings that are custom and someone sits in front of a microphone like we are today and just kind of reads from a script. But we also know that there are nuances and just different ways that something can be said or even interpreted uh, that a computer is only as smart as the person who has built it. And so um, this is a wonderful technology. It will certainly open up more doors, but translators don't need to worry necessarily about this tool taking away business, especially not where localization is concerned.
1: Oh, translators absolutely need not worry. Not now, probably not for a very, very long time. Because I mean, look at your typical iPhone and look at Siri. And Siri is a really great example of you know a natural language technology that is used in a social situation or professional one and no one would ever believe that Siri is an actual person or that Siri is capable of of, of eliciting those subtle nuances in conversation that you and I can do just sitting here in our studio or that our listeners can wherever they happen to be and so you know, at the end of the day, uh, this is just a technology. It, it is incredibly limited, and it will probably take decades of further advances and, and the addition of massive computing horsepower to even come roughly close to approximating everyday conversation. But within our lifetime, I don't expect to even think we're going to be close to it. So, no, not a worry. But there are certainly other areas where it can help us and maybe, you know, you know, ease the, 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 the strain of, of language translation, which would allow voice professionals to then do more value-added work elsewhere. So it opens up possibilities and potential. It doesn't remove them.
0: You're absolutely right.
1: Thanks, Stephanie. Well, that's it for this week's Tech Talk. Coming up next, VoxBox. VoxBox, sharing your audio feedback.
0: In episode 78, we asked you to submit pictures of you in your home studio with Voices.com on your monitor or display. And you responded. Oh my goodness, so many wonderful pictures. There were a bunch of them from all over the world, including Canada, the United States, the UK, Spain, Germany, the Philippines, and even Australia. We got to peek inside your voiceover world, and we're so thankful for everyone's participation. But in the end, there can only be one winner. So, without further ado, here we go.
1: Congratulations to Brie Ray, who takes home a one-year premium annual membership with a value of $349. Brie put a new spin on it. She calls her picture a Voxie, that's V-O-X-I-E, a selfie taken by a voiceover artist. Love it. If you aren't following Brie on Twitter, you absolutely should. She's at Adventures of Brie, and that's B-R-I with an I. Congratulations Brie, and thank you to everyone who submitted such great pictures and comments on Twitter. Keep listening for more contests from Voices.com as we move into the new year.
0: Congratulations, Brie.
1: And thank you all for joining us for Episode 79 of Vox Talk. I'm Carmi Levy.
0: And I'm Stephanie Cicerelli.
1: To continue the conversation on Twitter, use the hashtag Vox Talk.
0: We'd like to take this opportunity to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and the best of Kwanzaa. Whatever you're celebrating, we hope you have a safe and fulfilling holiday. Thank you for continuing to participate on Vox Talk. We'll be back just after the new year begins. See you in 2015.